AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up, guys? It's Tori. And Anissa. We have Cyrus on this episode to talk about that brutal elimination, the growing alliances in the Challenge House, and we even plan a few parties. That's right. So we hope you all enjoy this interview with Cyrus. Six-pack side. Six-pack side. This man is... The all-star of all-stars, I think. He's been doing it for a long time, and I'm sure you guys would love to hear from him. Please welcome Six Pack Psy. Wow, I like that. Six Pack Psy, I like that. Thank you so very much. Listen, we do what we can here, and part of it is to hype you up. Number one hype people right here. Here we are. And it it is true. You look incredible. Thank you guys so much. I work hard on it. Was the training for, like, was all of this physique building for the challenge or was it for this wedding that you're planning? Just for life, you know? I mean, the problem is my girl does have a wicked six pack. Does yeah, she? I'm she rolling out with my shape. pony keg and I'm like, damn, look at that girl. I'm like, <laughs> Your pony keg. Can I do my laundry on that? She got that. <laughs> real. She's strong as shit. I mean, too. I was like, whatever. You know, when we were trying to get together and I was like, damn, look at this girl. I was like, what the? Holy... I, brother's getting old. I got to keep up with all that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just keep it real. Yeah, but she loved you just the same. So you know that if it does all go to shit in about 20 years, she's going to be right there. It's not going to happen, Kevin. I know, but I'm just saying, just in case. Well, she did it saying, with me. She did it right. with me. So she's is- my main, you know, person pushing me. She's like, when COVID hit, I was like, we enjoying great food. Why? Having a time together. We actually got closer during COVID. And it was phenomenal. But your boy was gorging. We both had the grill. I was going to get double doodoo burgers with cheese and all the toppings. Put the egg on there and the chili. We was doing work. And I was like, and one day I was like, babe, you know, I'm looking at your six pack. I'm like, my my, my pony cake is getting kegger. You're getting ripper. So are you, so you're doing keto though, right? Yeah, we just made a decision. Well, first, or is she doing it too? We do everything together. There's nothing. I love it. Don't, I love don't that. I love That's this. Um, she's truly my my support system, and it's like <laughs> a lot of people don't know, but it was like, 
you know, when it comes to business, that's one thing, but it was like, I haven't had a drink or smoked weed in over three years. Wow. We decided on New Year's in Vegas that we were going to just take a break. You know, me being a partier for a living. Right. And it was like, this is what I do. You partied a lot. I want my six figures. I got to go get my rage on. And that's just how it was. Mm -hmm. Now you got your six figures and your six pack. Ooh. I mean, a lot of sixes in your life. I thought about it. And I was just like, you know what? I've lived a great life, had a great time, been all over the world. And I've done it and not remembered half of that because I've been really so hard. And I was like, you know what? Let's pull back the curtain and see what's on the other side. I love that. Mm -hmm. I would always do a month a year, just take a break, you know, not do anything and just, you know, clarity. Feels good. And she's really big on whatever you say, you gonna do. Mm. Could I get her over here? (laughs) Could we borrow a wife? Integrity before and I'd ruin my life like that. But if a brother wanna, burger with cheese and all the you know cornbread whatever i want to eat i want to eat it and she was just like if we're gonna do this we're gonna do it and i was like okay so one month two months six months a year two years three years i'm like what and everyone that knows me they still think i drink when i go out so every now and again you know i have a little bubbly in my hand with a mm. lime in there it ain't nothing but seltzer water wow so but so the funny wild. thing is taking gigs completely sober is much different. Yes, it is. You know, explain I to, that. Like, what is that like? I'm used to um, I get on stages. I don't care if there's a hundred or ten thousand people out there, and I got to entertain them on mm-hmm. some level. When I'm sauced up, I do everything. I tap dance, you know, freestyle, yeah. rap, sing. I do everything. Mm. When I'm faded, right. your boy got to do it sober. I was like, what? I got a call to do this thing for this reggae band, Arise Roots. They're having a virtual release party. And they virtual album release party, they wanted me to be the MC and the host. And I get there and I'm like, it's COVID, it's the first thing to open up, and I I have to be myself. And and they threw these things at me. I had to remember ineffable records. Mm. Get that with me? Ineffable. Ineffable. That is so hard to do when you're you know, <laughs> entertaining a crowd. <laughs> ineffable records. It was social sanctuary. Uh-uh. We're already gone. Boots. And uh, one of the guys from Quinta Soul, I had to remember these names and oh my goodness. Wow. And then the teleprompter wasn't done like normal teleprompters. Words didn't come across like that. It was like PowerPoint, boom, one page, all this stuff on that page. Mm. And then they would mess up and we're live. They would mess up and go two pages down. And, oh, I, no. and I have to like, not let the crowd know that I'm completely lost. Right. You do that stuff sober. You're your biggest critic the entire time. Guys. Ah, I'm in my harder. head knowing that I'm live and this is going to be everywhere. It was it was right. the most insane experience. And that was the first time actually performing in front of my my woman as well. And so, mm. like, it was a very changing moment in this. But I think I had a lot of growth mm. in doing that. How is it in the house? Because, you know, everybody likes to get their booze on. They're all moms on vacation. Dads are on vacation. No one has to drop. You know what I mean? No one has to worry about getting an Uber. What do you do in those situations? I didn't realize you weren't drinking when we did All Stars 1. No one realizes that. That's the point. So I, I kind of didn't want to say that. but I, I think because my- I was in my own glass. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't right. give a shit what everybody else is well, doing. In- Just have a good time. Exactly. Right. So the key is to try and have a good time without without people knowing 
that you need a substance to have a good time. You don't. Right. I'm high on life. I've always been and didn't know that it was more of life than it was the alcohol. Right. I do miss it at times. Don't get me wrong. But I'm pretty sure I'm not going back. And my theory is if it ain't broke. Yeah. We ain't going to fix it. Good for you. So. Good for you. So are you going to have a sober wedding? This is interesting, right? Because like you don't drink, your your woman doesn't drink either, right? You guys are out on this together. We discuss it, you know, when it okay. comes, when the time comes. My, my thing is like, I don't think a nice bottle of champagne would mm-hmm. be a bad thing to do. Um, but then, you know, in the back of my mind, I always think, you know, maybe we all one day and just get hammered. <laughs> and, and, you know, we don't have to keep doing that, but it's like, you know what? We're right. a couple. We should be able to do that if we want. So things are open. You know, I bring whatever the universe offers me. I, I welcome it into my home. And um, mm-hmm. as long as she's down with it, I'm down with it. But at this point, right. it's more of just a challenge. And and I want to be able to say it has been over three years. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. Thank I you. would I would say if we're speaking about what the universe gives you and about challenging yourself, oh. we got to get into this episode. Because you've been sent into elimination twice now, and it is episode three. I mean, do you think it's because you're six packs? I, what is going on this season? Um, I think it was just a perfect storm this time around, and I think that MJ saw me as a not so good competitor and thought he could take me out, and I think that along with that treehouse uh was just trying to take me out mm. and i think it's easy to go for one of the elders uh for the most part and i think um i think i'm gonna see my day again soon mj yeah you're often to me just to let oh, you know I, I love mj i love you to death <laughs> yeah but when people come for you at some point we got to have our moment when people yeah. think that they can beat you i can understand how that can be um what's the word insulting it is insulting yeah. I mean, it's it, it goes both ways. And surprising. Like, why me? I thought we were cool. Or what about me makes you think that you can beat me? You know what I mean? Because it was close. Like, I didn't know what was going on. I thought you were going to win. I, you know, I missed too many of those bags. I wasn't able to get the timing correct. But did you have to knock out that whole star or majority Probably not. Of it? But... Because right. he was said, tapping at the edges. I knew what he was going for, but then you just bust right through. So I would have just yeah. been like, fuck it. And been like, you had the better strategy. I, mean, I, sure. was, I was literally going to jump about 10 swings before I did. I was going to say, fucking just take it out. But my thing is like, I don't want to be disqualified for something like that. And you know, I, I listen to rules <laughs> and I play the rules. And on the challenge, right. you can't always listen to the rules because right. it's more of a situational thing. Well, you is. were injured the last time, so that was a difficult elimination. And right, I Thanks feel a like lot. they could have. Oh shit! You don't send me home, chump. Oh shit! It's getting real. Yeah, what happened? What happened was also picked me. I mean, I knew I was going, and I knew he would just, I knew he was going to pick me. That's why I didn't get mad. But to be honest, win or lose, I would have been fine going against you. Like there was no beef. We've known you. I've known you since I was oh, you... what, 24, 23? Really young. We've never had any beef. I think ever. No, no, I no. One I of the I'm only people guy, I've though. ever had. And it, but I'm you know there are people guy. I can get in a fight with. Like, I've been angry period. probably at one guy each. Every, really? Like, over my challenge season, I've definitely been mad at a few people. Even my friends, we've gotten in fights. Yeah. I, but I don't think you and I ever really had an issue. I don't think so either. I think 
there was a point where I thought you did not like me. And um, we were in Gauntlet 2. Trinidad, yes. Tomato. Yeah. I don't know if I did something or whatever, but I was thinking, damn, she don't really dig me. We oh, were- no, that wasn't it at all. She had a crush on you. I was in love you. with the guy with the dreads down the street, and I was like trying to get my life together, and was wondering why my mohawk was breaking, and did we kill all the sea turtles? There was a lot of shit going on. I mean, we had a lot of interesting personalities in Trinidad on Gauntlet, too. I love that. That was an interesting season. I mean, there was beef, there were hookups, there was... Trinidad was a ball. The Godfather was on that too. Oh my God, was he? <laughs> I gotta rewatch this one. You oh do. Yo, yo, you never see Mark get mad. Yeah, Mark, I gave Mark a lap dance that season. I didn't drink that. I didn't really drink at all. I think I had like a little bit of rum that season. I don't know, but I gave Mark a lap dance for his birthday. I remember that. I was present. I, I was present. I'll never forget it. <laughs> Everybody was That's present. Amazing. The whole house oh was present. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024... You deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Let's talk about Cyrus, how you beat Tyler in your first elimination. Did that give you more confidence going into this second one? Um, If you know me, it's real. Like, some people want to win. Some people think they should win. I fucking expect to win any fucking thing I do, period. I don't ever think I can not do something. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was over. I thought I was going to take MJ out for sure. I was focused. Um did my thing. But Tyler, to me, Tyler was going to be tough, but I knew there was no way in hell I was going to lose that. Mm-hmm. After they explained it, I would lose on a deep oh. shoot if anything. If mm-hmm. that makes any sense. And so my mentality is go, don't stop. Getting tired is not an issue. Mm-hmm. Push right through that. You mm-hmm. can. For me, basically, my, my, my workout consists of more cardio than anything. And you push through because mile four or five, you're like, fuck, why am I still on this bike? I don't like it either, but I do. And then you're at 20 and you're like, okay. Yeah, like I I just keep going. But like in that thing, I am claustrophobic. So digging through that sand, I was like, holy shit. If I can't stand up, it's going to be an issue. Like when I sleep at night in the covers, I get claustrophobic. I have to push the covers back so that my feet can be free 
in my, oh my arm. God. Like, it's crazy. And now I was in there thinking, just this ain't sleep. Push through right. this. Just right. Wow. Through. And we got to the center point. I remember coming almost face to face in the first, you know, go through. And I remember thinking, this fool, like, there's no way he's beating me right now. But he's going to definitely use his stature to push me to the side or push me back. And I was thinking, fuck. Well, if I dig enough on my side, he ain't gonna be able to get down on my side and hopefully I can slide ah. back. Plus I put my bag in front of me. Mm-hmm. Rather than dragging it, I was gonna push it so that he wouldn't have a chance to grab it or touch it. Mm. My mentality was like, if I push that first, I'm gonna take off. That's smart. That's yeah, that really, sand really thing definitely threw me for a loop when I saw that. I'm like, oh, hell no. Well, the bag, dragging a bag is not easy. No, no, it didn't look fun. Corners, and then the the bar at the bottom it catches on that too, so uh, and yeah. then I bang my head on how many times? Thank goodness for the helmet, but your head's banging on the roof and right. you go fast. But it is what it is. And crawling right. with me, you know, coming off a of, my suspension isn't so good. Let's say that. Uh, <laughs> so I love low. how you relate your body to a car. So, it's I just, oh, if I was a car, I'm about a mid millennium Mercedes Benz S class. You know, I love it. I've been it. worked on though. I've been worked on, so I got the nice rims. <laughs> it still go up and down. You can valet park me, put him in the front where you can see him. <laughs> Ain't that bad yet? He can see him. An old quick drive. Anyway, I love um, that. I want to be. A I car. told my Achilles a couple years back. <laughs> a couple years back, I tore my Achilles, and so for me, mm. um, down low is very sensitive and tender, and mm-hmm. you know, I, I try and take care of it. And yeah, I get it. In that, uh, in the first mission that I lose, I tweak my hammy mm. on the same side as the bad Achilles. Like it's just thing after thing after thing. And yeah, the, yeah. the moment that I tweak that, you can tell when I'm running through the mud, I'm like, oh my goodness. And then it turns into this stiff legged run because you know, you don't want anyone to know when you're injured on a challenge because they're coming for you. Right. At my age is what it is. And you know, you're injury prone, but you still want to give it your all. Yeah. I just try and get as prepared as I can get mentally. Uh, I work on my breath and breathing as usual and I stretch, but I try and calm myself completely and sleep on the bus. Mm-hmm. Like get to the actual event. That's smart. That's, That's really smart. I'm going to take that. that I love that bus nap. I've been taking a lot of bus naps. I'm going to use that tactic. If I ever go back, you got but stretching is important. I didn't even think about like all the injuries I've had. Did I stretch? But it's like your adrenaline takes over. So you're like, fuck it. But that's even worse because then you're, I know. Yeah. Well, it makes it worse, you know, because you have less oxygen now because you're, you're, you're whatever. We yeah. don't got to go into all the details of it, but right. it but, is but something I, to think about. I always think so too. Like the closest I get from being a college athlete and playing a little bit of pro ball, the closest I get to that feeling and experience and adrenaline is the challenge. Yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. You guys don't understand. Like, it's so real, like. When the national anthem plays, I get goosebumps, and I think mm. we're about to start playing again. That's mm-hmm. every day. Every time I hear this, wow! I feel the competition. I Me and my that. girl compete at everything. <laughs> oh, you know, we do it perfectly. We yeah. love each other to death, but I'm going to win. And you know what? The girl actually beat me in basketball. She outshot me. She's- no, one game. That's amazing. She'll never win again. But so- she actually outshot me in three-point shooting. I'm That's still mad today. <laughs> I I want to know something. I mean, maybe maybe we should just have her on the challenge. Um, I'm waiting for that one. Uh, um, maybe they'll do it. Let's I mean, go. 
Everything yeah. gets pretty exciting. We like to just say things on the on the podcast and hope that they come to life. Yeah. But I want to know in this episode when um, the authority goes in, they you know are trying to figure out who they want to put up against MJ. Who would you have chosen? If I was MJ, if you're being you, I probably would MJ. I probably would have went the smaller route personally, um, or I would have targeted whoever was involved in drama in the house or had some mm. issues at that time is what I would have done. Hmm. But like, I'm, I'm like when I went at Alton, no one else would have went at Alton. I don't think right. anyone would have took that, but he right. came for me. So let's go. Right. So if we go back to another challenge and MJ's there and I got a chance, who you want, Cy? That motherfucker right there. Right. Yeah. Why not? Unless you get to see the elimination first and it may, be in your favor to pick somebody. I mean, different. It is what it is, man to man. I got to do what I got to do. I get it. I play I the game it. with in integrity, the utmost. I run my life with integrity. I don't care about everything else. And if you come for me, I feel it's my duty to come for you. I respect that. Mm -hmm. But also, sometimes regret. I'm um, not regret. Sometimes revenge doesn't serve <laughs> us. You know. Well, you know I don't believe in revenge. I don't believe in. I it's don't. just eye for Long eye. decisions. I don't yeah. believe in any of that shit. Shit happens. It's a learning experience. You move forward. Right. For me, as a man inside, I'm always going to have an issue with him thinking he can beat me. Yeah, right. Why not? And this is an ego. This is just a fact. Right. Until I beat Alton, until I beat him, until I beat Derek, those things are right. there. That's just right. the way it is. Yeah, and you've got nothing to lose. You might as well just go out there and just swing. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I'm yeah. an Apple man. It is what it is. Yeah. You want me, I want you. Let's go. In the end, we're still friends. Hug it out. High fives, whatever you want to do. I'll buy you a right. beer. I'll sip on totally. a coffee, whatever. Yeah. So I want to know. So last season, they had the palace. And now this season, they have the treehouse. It's a mm. lot of different, a lot of different places to live. Um, do they seem like a threat? What were your thoughts on them? Do they seem like a huge alliance? What was going on? My thoughts are everything seems like a threat. And I feel like on these challenges, it's not smart to not be a little paranoid about what's taking place. Uh -huh. And mm -hmm. you can see the clicks instantly. And in doing so, I try not to worry about the woman click in my mind as much as I worry about the man clicks. Um, but in this situation, I think the woman clicks are what sold me up the river. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, because they wanted to have MJ's back. But they also wanted to protect Veronica. So I think it's kind of like, well, what's what's going to be the least problematic? Mm -hmm. Like, who are people not going to, to be upset about? And that's no offense to you, but people want to rock the boat as as little as possible least as possible yeah, so that. it's so it's like okay well our if we want to save veronica then yeah whatever the guys need to do we'll kind of jump on board as long as you know we can also help out mj Makes and there, if there's a majority that feels that way you can't really do shit yeah right. you I know don't... if you're the two guys that are saying yes i mean yeah there are other people in that group you know it, so it, it makes me mad but at the same time i'm like whatever you know, right. I didn't know that Derek actually voted me too. Mm. Um, to mm. see that just now, and I got admitted. You know, it gets to me. Um, but a game's a game, and life is life. I don't like anyone any less. 
I won't be the one going up. I got it out for you. I'm going to get you every chance I get. No, please. Right. Life is right. too fucking good for me to be mad about a goddamn game. Right. Right. That's Monopoly on down. Basketball is a different story. <laughs> but it's, it seems like there was a lot of like not turning on people, but like weird decision making. And I'm sure you getting voted in was a surprise. I mean, Kendall even sabotages MJ, which is kind of out of left field. I mean, how do I come in the top four and get sick? Right. Right. How does any of this? How do you feel about Kendall sabotaging MJ? What do you feel about like all of these moves? Do you know why? Right. Is there any logic behind it? I feel like, OK, it wasn't fucking me at first. You know, that was my right. thing. I was right. like, fuck, it ain't me. As long as I don't come in fucking the last half of the group, I'm not going in. And what happened? Yeah, they about to throw my black ass in. <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> to come in, you know, fourth or fifth place and it get thrown in, it's like, damn, what the? You know, it is. it, it hurts my heart. Aww. But I'm here to compete. Let's go. But it is what it is. You know what's interesting? Like, everybody goes into the game like, okay, we'll play the rules by, like, people who come in last, we'll throw them in. And then as the game slowly progresses, there's always that turning point of, like, all right, those rules don't apply anymore. Integrity out the window. Game on. Numbers it is. You know? And, it, like, we're at that point right now in the season. It's way too early in the game, though. <laughs> yeah, but people don't care. They're like, it's season three. It's time mm -hmm. to play it differently. Yeah, okay. I can't wait. The day I come in one of them boards and I come in the top three and I can do all that stuff, I'm going to throw some zing. I'm going to turn it up. To, I'm going to beat up Chocolate Kindle. Oh, I'm come that's hilarious. Zing. What? And just won't think about it and just do it? <laughs> I think, can I, can I just have it? I have a theory on this. I that think Kendall Ken knows exactly what she's doing. Yeah, like she and like I'm, I'm not saying it in a bad way. I think this episode was super entertaining. So loved everything that happened in it, except for the fact that Cyrus had to go home. But and like, obviously, whatever. I don't got to go into those details. What I'm saying is Kendall knew what she was doing because she explained it in her interview. She did. But when it came to talking to people's face, she didn't want to say what it was. But you don't have to show your cards to everyone's face. You don't. So who did she want to? What was her other choice? So she, she well, she had the option to throw in Jordan, right? Jordan was like, put it on me. I know. So in that moment, when you're not doing that, she said she was she wanted to give it to another bigger guy. So that way, Wes, she did it to protect Wes, wouldn't be the only one. Uh, so I do think she knew exactly what she was doing. And I don't think it's a bad thing. I think that's just the game. That was her play. Yeah, I think it is the game. But I think it's kind of funny the way it comes off to people watching yeah mm -hmm. people that don't have uh, access to their information i think it's just it was entertaining in season one i'm not sure if she did it in season two but season three it happened again like that mm -hmm. and you know bless her heart she's a you know it it, it i don't know if i could be that <laughs> but that's my girl either way you know what i mean mm -hmm. it makes great television yeah, it really does. It like, made you, need, you need that. And then you have Jemmy and Tina both going home in this episode for personal reasons. Oh, my um, goodness. Yes. Oh. Was there part of you that thought that maybe your elimination was going to get canceled too? Nah, you can look at my face the whole time. I'm like, good, good. Someone's safe. I'm not fucking safe. <laughs> I knew it was going down. Do you think that they're going to bring somebody in? I thought that the whole time. Once okay. I heard going to compete, I was like, someone's coming in for sure. Oh my God. Did you think it was going to be me? I thought there was a chance. Ooh. Oh, that would have been cool. But I knew what was going to happen. I was happen. still, yeah. 
<laughs> I know. Yeah, I was still yeah. recovering, so I couldn't have. But it would have been nice. You know what I really hope for? I mean, this is off topic, that they bring in mercenaries. I mean, I think they're all stars. Like all star mercenaries. But is this such thing as a nice mercenary? Because I'm kind of, I think, I feel like I'm too nice of a guy. Yeah. No, you're, I, and what, excuse me. You just I think I'm a nice come guy. for people and, well, you don't lose the shit. You're about to fuck shit up. You're coming in. We've, Tori and I have been mercenaries. We're nice people. You're but, a thug. You are a thug. You see, a I, thug. Am, I am like the Wait rainbow bright oh, of thugs. I am like the rainbow bright. I am like a Berenstein bear of thugs. I can't. I'm Goldilocks and the and the three thugs. That's me. I am not a thug, but if you fuck with me, I swear. <laughs> oh, the way you take people out is very thuggish. Okay. I mean, Anissa's okay. Savage. There's She's a, a tiny splash of thuggish, ruggish bone in here. Okay. And I've seen you get mad on on like I get mad during the event. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. You get mad at the crib with a little glass of wine in it? Oh, hell no. Shut a bitch. <laughs> and not that you're an angel over there either, Tori. Slow down. You've been involved Listen, in this yourself. I've you know? gotten angry. I've gotten angry sober, though, after a challenge <laughs> on Gauntlet 2. I was ready to go. Like I said. So oh, yeah. there, it doesn't, when I get mad, I get mad. My thug moments, my thug moments are my outros. Because I be, I be mad as hell. Yeah. Yeah, I get comes it. comes out and I go. Then it's no drama with that. Right. You're just like, I gotta say some shit. Bye. Yep. <laughs> I'm out. Like like when I got mad on in season one and I said my piece and did my exit and, and Beth was like, oh, well. Uh <laughs> 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 Cyrus did a great job. We did the best that we could. You were like, nah, fuck that shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that was amazing. But that's raw emotion. That's what I I do love the yeah. fact that as a human we're able to go on these shows and, and really express our emotions. Yeah. Like we're not actors and I mean, we are, but we're not at the same time. When you're on these challenges, it's raw emotion. Yeah. And I think that people watch the show. This is real. That's a real feeling. Yeah. And it, we're supposed to feel that as, as, as humans. And I, you know, I have no problem putting that out. I don't want to cry on TV. I ain't never going to cry on my <laughs> I will. I'll take that. I'm a cry. You tell my girl, I'm thug th- life. She's like, no, Cyrus, hug life. Oh, hug life. oh I love hug life. That's sweet. <laughs> and that's what I've turned into Cyrus. Straight hug life. Yeah. And he's, a snuggly bear. Thanks. Yeah. You're the unicorn of thugs. Snuggly yeah. thug bear. I love that. Snuggly, hugly well, thug bear. Speaking of people that don't snuggly hug, I'd say there's a big divide, or it seems like there is kind of this divide between old school and younger all-stars, right? That's the best way to put it. What was it like I being think- in the house? Did you immediately think like, oh, okay, these these people probably shouldn't even be on all-stars? Like, is that in your mind? Oh, hell no. No? Hold on. First off, let's keep it real. I want to go on the other fucking challenge. Oh, I really okay. I always want to be back on the other challenge. Ooh. It is what it is. Now that I'm not hurt anymore, let's fucking go. Hey, Like, for real, for real. Yeah. In my normal, everyday life, going to play ball, going to work out the gym, whatever. If I'm playing ball, I want the youngest, baddest motherfucker on the block. Mm. Don't believe me? Come to Santa Monica Beach any given Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 10 a.m., I'm working on my tan and I'm calling out the baddest motherfucker. There. I love it. I'll come work on my tan and, and watch you for do the most part, And sometimes it's your wife. Right. <laughs> for the most part, he's 6'5 and probably about 235, 240. And my little six foot ass got to handle that. 
And my my thing, like in real life, I don't enjoy when people stack the teams. We are here to play, you know, a little pickup run or whatever. And some cats want the best team ever. So you want it to be Fuck fair. That. I want the team fair yeah. or I want to be with the underdog team. I want to mm. say, okay, we got three players that match up well, but there's three players. Then they got two guys that are way better than our other two guys. Mm-hmm. Well, let's figure out a way mentally to get around that, exploit our weaker players in some areas that are stronger in other areas, exploit their strengths and try and take out the big guy. Mm. Always. That's my theory. And every single day, cats get mad at, oh, their team's going to be better. They're going to kill us. I'm like, just shut up. <laughs> if you say that, put it in existence, that happens. If you say you a bad motherfucker, then guess what? You was a bad motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Speak it into existence. Make it happen. That's life. I do the same shit on the challenge. But that happened season one, um, the first challenge. Our, our team looked stacked, and we lost. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so so I, I show and prove that, that does definitely happen. It happened. Yeah, but and, you know, I, I think that's like a life lesson, though. Yeah, too. but what if mm-hmm. someone comes up and says, "So, what were the '70s like?" As Kayla asked Mark, <laughs> and I would tell. Um, I mean, it depends on if they're directing it toward me or not. Right. Okay. I, you know, say I'm thinking it, back. Say it was directed towards you. Yeah. And not Mark. To both of you. <laughs> I would probably make reference to possibly, I could do one or two things. I have a woman now, so I wouldn't probably say that, but I would make reference to probably her possibly being my daughter. Oh, okay. For, <laughs> for real. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> but, you know. You have to be crafty with it and just embrace mm-hmm. it. Yeah. The funniest thing, I, I'll never forget on a challenge as I'm aging and they just clown me, like when CT clown me or something and Coral was saying something, I would get up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night and you would hear my ankles pop, 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 pop. Not like and it. Coral just laugh. And this is so long ago and I'm thinking. Not like Damn. a drive-by. You drive-by <laughs> ankles. Exactly. Making it away from that stuff. All <laughs> and Curl's like, oh my God, take, 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 damn, take cover. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> like funny stuff like that, you just gotta embrace it and keep rolling. Right, right. You know, okay. Johnny Bananas called me Cadillac. He called me Cadillac. And he had his voice like this. Because he he's like, you remind me of Cadillac. You kind of big, but you still smooth, side. You still smooth. I was like, yeah, you know, I do my thing. Mm. I wish but, like, Johnny actually embrace. had that voice. It'd be so I funny. Know. <laughs> he does have other kind of voice. I liked the way you. I liked that voice for Johnny. Mm-hmm. Like a cat like voice for Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> like, I gotta tell you, boy, you like a cat. Smooth. <laughs> In the background, you got the seventies dropping. Yeah. Well, you know <laughs> what? Whether or not you could be somebody's father on the show, or you know what the seventies is like, TJ still said that this is the best he's ever seen you. I agree. So, how did that feel? It feels great, you know? I mean, it it's, I work really hard. It's no secret, mm-hmm. I put it out there. And um, when I turned that corner and and when I saw on the first, on the last shot, on the season one, the cast photo they sent, posted of me, mm-hmm. I was livid. That gave me more fire. Yeah. I'm pounds lighter now. I've dropped about 60 pounds. That's crazy. And I'm going for it. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize oh, yeah. it was that much. I was at about 238, 39. Wow. And I maxed out at about 179. That's, That's crazy. And right now I'm, I'm probably like at 185, but trying to find my sweet zone. But for yeah, me, I think you look great right like- now. I mean, it's it's clearly an individual preference. So I think you look awesome. Yeah. Thank you. I, so I many abs. 
I mean, I'm trying. I'm trying. And so like many said, damn abs. And all you do is sweat. I need that little sweatsuit. Uh, there's. It can be a little dangerous, though. Like, I wonder how, like, T- when TJ gave you on. a hug, when TJ gave you a hug, did he have sweat on his shirt? I was thinking about that, like, because oh, you know he's, oh. like, kind of weird about, like, stuff. Like, when people were eating yes, food and shit, or people sneeze. He's an athlete. He right. gets that. Yeah, right. That's he true. Gets. He does get that. Yeah. I'm going to post my little sweat video. Like, literally, I wring out my socks. Uh, yeah. There's got to be a market for that. It's like, not yeah, me, it. but somebody. I made Don't college, post it for when I played college hoop, I couldn't practice on the court the whole time. Oh, yeah, because it'd be practice. a fucking slip and slide. On the sidelines, I would run, and then when they called me in, I'd come in. I had two jerseys and two things. I would change at halftime, put one in the dryer, and sometimes put it on again. Water coming out of my Air Force Ones, literally out the tops of them as I run. That's insane. It is what it is. I call it chocolate. So... <laughs> I can't. So what do you think is the biggest difference between season three and season one? I wasn't there long a fucking nut. I'm sorry. Oh. I, I think the the nostalgic feel of one. So awesome. I don't know if that could be matched unless you get no. some older cast members and the camaraderie based on the timing because of COVID and people being away from people and having mm-hmm. it open up was just a beautiful emotional setting. Mm-hmm. and coming into the house and it's like seeing people that you actually know mm-hmm. shout out season one shout out season it was one. so beautiful man like that Aww. that was like a life-changing moment and like instilled like a bunch of positive hope within the world and the cyber mm-hmm. I, I felt so good just being there a lot of people i think if you know lt like he was like this was like changed my life yeah i love it like that's it was that's such an dog. amazing i know that boy that's almost weird. didn't that- do that's my dog too. But he got the call. Aww. I was like, yo, what the fuck? Aww, Nisa. I was like, they, if you don't fucking put the weights down and go call him back right now. I know. He loves doing it. And I think it really helped him. Like, just like kind of branch out, give give the show another chance, like give himself another chance. So I think it's good. I like All Stars. And, and you know what? Like, we had LT on the podcast, and he mentioned that, like, obviously this was prior to seeing how he exited All-Stars. So now we understand why he's like, I want to take a break. But earlier in this episode, Cyrus, you already talked about how you wanted to go back. Are you going to convince LT to come back for season four if there is one? Yeah, you have to. You got it. Somebody's got to do that. (laughs) Being like, so my thing is now I'm working out with a lot of different cast members, doing their workouts and trying to get in there like that. And me and L have some things set up do together too but be outside of the scope of that stuff me and ella are friends and we play ball together we actually hang out and when we do we have some really heartfelt conversations um i consider him one of my one of my better friends and mm-hmm. i enjoy him finally opening up a little bit to the world to mm-hmm. see what he actually is like to think that lt actually busts a dance move on camera in front of people it's crazy <laughs> Yeah. yeah. That dude wouldn't have done that. You know what I mean? No, All-Stars wanted to sat there in that coat with the glasses on. <laughs> and now it's, it's, he's blossomed back into, he's kind of showing people like what he's got inside him. Because he's a really funny dude, very articulate, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. knowledgeable about so many different things. But it doesn't come out like that. It's hard mm-hmm. when you have such a stature like he has. Mm-hmm. He's a gentle giant. Exactly. But I think it's important for him to do that. People respect him for all aspects of his personality, not just his bra. I love Anissa. I love watching Anissa while you're talking about it. I know. She is like- I'm trying, I'm trying to ignore that. 
I'm not melting. It's, so I ju- it's just like a. If you know his story too, like all of this makes so much more sense, and it's like super emotional. Like when yeah. you do, so it's it just means a lot. I think it's really special. Yeah, I mean, you know, we go play ball together. I, you know, he might fuck around and kill somebody. I'm teasing. Oh, I know. I love that. You know what's that. funny? So what I do, I call up Tech and him. So I get like, God bless Tech. I got the gesture and clown, uh-huh. and then I got the real enforcer. <laughs> like, yeah, I try and balance the day off, and we have such a good time together, man. And and oh, we should realize that. that we're actually friends outside of this whole thing. It's yeah. actually really cool to hang out together. And I yeah. like like you guys. I thought you guys were my friend too. Invited you guys to all my events. Tori, you ain't been yet. Uh, okay. Uh, you live across I, the country and you always hit me at things <laughs> where I'm like, I have to be somewhere else. And then it never works. Or you tell me you're going to New York, but you really end up at LA in the, in the same place I am. So I'm not as bougie as her. <laughs> you were at that the same a, place. That's my great pawn laugh. <laughs> I love it. Oh, uh, well, listen, I promise that we will hang out with you. I and I want to come to an event. So next time it aligns, I'm there. Anissa's there. I'm going to make her come. LT better be there because he's going to make her. He going to make her come. Oh, Look shit. at the face. <laughs> <laughs> Get me out of here. It's too many. Okay, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My Over mom well. listens to that. I got to I got to I got to be careful. I was sorry, Barb. For you two to commit to me doing your birthday bashes. Ooh! 40th would have been fun, but it was COVID. St- I mean, 41, you know, or I could just celebrate 39 exactly. plus again. Yeah, yep. let's do it. I like a 39 plus party. 39 plus. I but like you know, forever, I don't want people to know my age either. I was 25 in 25 years. Yeah, fuck it. No, I don't, yeah. I don't care because they're like, damn, you really are that old. I'm like, yep, I'm in the gym. They're like, how old are you? I'm like, 40. And they're like, no. I'm like, yes, come closer. Yeah. Come closer and tell me how old you really think I am. 25? Stop it. (laughs) And Toy, how old are you? I'm 25, baby. It's a 25 club over here. She's a liar. Um, I just turned 29. I'm turning 30 this year, so you're going to turn my... You you said you weren't celebrating 30, though. Yeah, until Cyrus said he would host my party. Oh, then you have to. (laughs) We will definitely do our party together this coming up. 100%. I'm going to do... I'm I'm telling you right now, though, I'm going to do the craziest B-Day kind of thing. And we can come together, our minds together, and just make it. All right, let me know, because I'm not starting school again yet, so I have some free time. Oh, by the way, congratulations on another level. I was really proud of you when you posted that, and it was heartfelt. And I ain't gonna lie, like, as emotional as I am, I'm not that tough guy like that, but literally, it almost brought tears to my eyes. Like, Aww, I'm not going to And, that and means people need lot. to understand that I really care about us. If mm-hmm. I like you in real life, like, I like you. It's not like yeah. some bullshit. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to cry on camera. I don't want to be, you know, people know I'm like that, but it's like that. No. Yeah, Aww, you're an emotional dude. These shows bring out the emotion in you. It's designed yeah. to do that. And think about mm-hmm. that for a minute. I'm a guy, so it's different if we cry on the show, but I think about that all the time. And I'm like, thankful for the show because in a way it's very therapeutic mm-hmm. yeah 100%, open yeah. these things and get in touch with our with yeah. all of ourselves so. yeah. it does it makes you it pushes you to your limit but that it's when you meet your rawest form in those places yeah. so it is really really it's an ex, just an incredible experience that you know you guys have been able to do throughout a lifetime basically and a lot of us hope to so it's amazing um, and it's been amazing you ha- having you on this podcast. We have one last question for you, Cyrus. We ask this question for and to everybody. 
um, since this is All Stars 3, you know, and we're, if you had to make a team of three other competitors, who would you choose? For my squad? Um, yeah. Who's your squad? All guys or guys and girls? I think you could pick whoever you want. Okay. I'm just going to do a guy squad for, for, for goodness sake then. Yeah. I would probably say on my team, I'm probably going to come out the gate and say Mark Long. Yeah. I'm probably going to say, because I, I have to give homage and respect to someone as old as me, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Still in the game. So that goes with that slot field. The baddest motherfucker to ever walk, I got to give it to Darrell. Yeah. Got to be on my team as well. And I think the stats prove itself. And then from that moment, I got to get someone kind of younger and fill that void. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably going to go with Nehemiah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Nehemiah too. This is a great squad. Yeah, I mean, I'm that, afraid of that and squad. And I like to have the thinking order going. And so for my last fourth pick, I'm going with Latarian. Okay, mm-hmm. so we this is a this is a five this is five people in your team, and we all brothers too. We really, <laughs> Mark kind of Mark slides in there a little bit because you know Mark got that R and B voice about him. You know he can kind of he does that one thing about Mark. He does know every single '90s R and B song and he'll sing them. <laughs> yes, he does. I love it. Oh, yeah. I love that. So that'd be my squad right there. What a squad! I love it. I love it so much. Well, it was a pleasure having you on the podcast again, Cyrus. We're really sorry that this uh, season ended a little earlier for you. But honestly, sometimes that just gives you more fire to go into the next one. So if there is a season four, fingers crossed, you get a chance to get revenge or whatever you want to call it. No, I've trained harder and I'm leveling up this coming week. So I I used to say big side, baby. I can't say that no more. Six pack side, baby. I like six pack side better, better. I like that better. I like that better. I know. They'll just start calling you six pack. I like it. <laughs> Amazing, dude. And wait, where can we follow you on Instagram? Oh, hit me up on all social media platforms. S-Y-R-U-S-M-T-V. Cyrus MTV, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all that. All I'm of it. Check me out. And at Six Pack Sci, where all we do is sweat. <laughs> let, me go, let me go lock in that website right now. The domain is free and it's there. It might not be free, but it's open as in free. Okay. I got a little change. Yeah. It's not that expensive. $12. You got it. it, Right? (laughs) Thank you, Cyrus. All right, Cy. Thank you. Have a great day. You know it. Nothing but love. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, Anissa... Cyrus is absolutely incredible, and that elimination looked really hard. And all I could think about while I was watching it is, how do you think me and you would do against each other in that? Because that was kind of like the elimination. We See had. you later, Tori. <laughs> <laughs> I would have yeah. nose drove into it with my fucking head. No, um, I think it would be really close. I mean, we're we're. Yeah. How are you at basketball? Terrible. Oh, <laughs> I don't think it matters in this case. I mean. I, I don't want to think about it, but perhaps outside of the challenge, we should try to set up some eliminations. I love this. And go against each other for fun. Perfect. If anybody wants to be on our production crew, please send in applications. Anissa, where can they send applications to? What's your social? Ah, yes. Anissa MTV. A-N-E-E-S-A-M-T-V on Instagram. Send stuff there. Send in your listener questions. Tori, where can they find you? You guys can find me at Tori underscore deal. Um, we definitely require some production experience and uh, set building experience if you want to try to build these elimination rings for me and Anissa. But more importantly, we require you to like this episode. So please rate and review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And tell a friend. Yes, and then make sure you're catching new episodes of All Stars 3 on Paramount+. And we'll see you back here next Thursday for an all-new episode of MTV's official Challenge Podcast. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.